ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் ஆஃப்ரிங் மோஸ்ட் ஹம்பிள் பிரணாம்ஸ் அட் த டிவைன் லோட்டஸ் ஃபீட் ஆஃப் அவர் எவர் பிரசன்ட் லார்ட் இன்வோக்கிங் பகவான்ஸ் பிளெஸிங்ஸ் ஃபார் டுடேஸ் செஷன் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் மை லவ்விங் சாய்ராம் டு ஆல் ஆஃப் யூ ஓம் சகநாபவது சகனௌனக்து சீரியங்கரவாவஹை தேஜஸ்விநாவதீத்தமஸ்துமாவித்ஷாவஹிஷாஸ்ரீசாய்ஸ்வராணமஸ்து வாசுதேவேந்திரோகீந்திரம் ஐ வில் ஸ்டார்ட் டுடேஸ் செஷன் வித் அ ஸ்டோரி ஒன்ஸ் ஜனகராஜா த கிங் ஆஃப் மிதிலா த ஃபாதர் ஆஃப் மதர் சீதா ஹீ வாஸ் ஃபாஸ்ட் அ ஸ்லீப் அண்ட் ஆல் ஆஃப் அ சடன் அ சென்ட்ரி of the court comes and wakes him up o king the enemy king has attacked us and we are at war so please get ready and come and fight the war and janaka raja gets ready and he goes to the battlefield and fights the war unfortunately janaka raja loses the battle and he is captured by the enemy king who has now taken over his kingdom the cruel enemy king banishes janakaraja and exiles him from his own kingdom so janakaraja starts slowly walking to cross his kingdom to go to the neighboring kingdom and on the way he is tired hungry thirsty but none of the citizens of his own kingdom are ready to help him offer any food or drink because they are scared of the enemy king so with great difficulty janakaraja crosses over to the neighboring kingdom and to his pleasant surprise he sees that there is annadanam going on there and the king joins the big queue of people who are uh, standing there to receive food and as the turn of janakaraja to receive food comes the vessel becomes empty the food is over and looking at the sad plight of janakaraja the person who is serving him takes pity on him and says there is a morsel of food which is stuck to the bottom of this cauldron can i scoop it out and give it to you and janakaraja says yes please and this person scoops out the food probably say porridge and puts it in a bowl and hands it over to the king and as janakaraja with trembling hands is taking the porridge to his mouth to drink a kite knocks down the bowl the food falls to the ground and janakaraja who is exhausted by now also falls onto the ground writhing in pain 
and rolling in the dust hungry thirsty and humiliated at this point he suddenly wakes up with his pulse racing and heart pounding if we were to be in his place we would probably you know feel relieved and we would say oh it was only a nightmare it was only a dream but janaka raja being the seeker that he is he is called videha raja which means he had given up his attachment to the body and he asks himself is this true or is that true the sentry hears that the king is mumbling something and he comes running to him o king do you want anything then janaka raja looks at him and asks him is this true or is that true then the queen comes running oh my dear husband what is it you are asking do you need anything and uh, he asks the same question then the wise minister comes and asks the king oh king is there anything that we can do for you and even then the king keeps on mumbling is this true or is that true and soon the news uh, spreads to the entire kingdom that the king has gone crazy and he is mumbling some incoherent words all the time and he is not interested in anything and the next day sage ashtavakra comes to the kingdom of mithila and when he reaches the market place he too hears this gossip that the king has gone crazy and he immediately rushes to the court of janaka raja where he is seated with all the courtiers in great splendor then the king prostrates to this sage and he asks him the question oh sir is this true or is that true sage ashtavakra being a brahmagnani he knows what is happening in the mind of janaka raja and he asks him a question in turn oh king in that humiliation while you were rolling on the ground defeated hungry thirsty all this royal splendor that you are witnessing now was that there then the king replies no it was not there and now in this pomp and show where you are seated in your palace on the golden throne is that humiliation here now the king replies no it is not here then the sage says in which case neither that is true nor this is true the king is all the more confused and perplexed then he asks very eagerly then what is true then the sage asks him in that humiliation when you went through no lot of pain were you there then the king says yes i was the one who went through all that i was certainly there and in this royal splendor where you are surrounded by people and when you have the power are you here yes sir certainly i am here then the sage says only you are true which means everything that goes on in our life is untrue even the waking state the dream state and even the deep sleep state they are untrue they are not real and only you which means the i the pure consciousness 
which is the witness of these three states the avasthatraya sakshi only that is true and everything is an appearance and this is in fact the definition of tattva viveka which is atma satyam tadanyat sarvam mithya iti atman alone is the truth it is real and everything else apart from it is an illusion or appearance mithya once a student pray to bhagwan swami you say that this whole life is a dream does that mean that you are also a part of this dream swami then bhagwan smiled and said yes but with a difference i am the lion in your dream i have come as the lion to roar and through my roar i have come to wake you up to reality and we have had enough roarings and even enough warnings from bhagwan isn't it so it is up to us to wake up to the reality and understand that even this world which appears to us so solid and substantial even in our waking state even that too is unreal and we are a witness to it and moving on with the text today's topic is the five sheets and we have seen the description of the atman it is pancha kosha atitaha which means the atman is beyond the five sheets the question asked is pancha kosha hake what are the five sheets annamayaha pranamayaha manomayaha vijnanamayaha anandamayash cheti they are the food sheet the vital air sheet the mental sheet the intellectual sheet and the bliss sheet these are the five sheets the word kosha literally means sheet or a covering just as we put on layers of cloth we can say the atman appears as though it is covered by several layers or the several sheets which are called the panchakoshas just as the sun who is covered by the clouds is hidden from our sight the atman is hidden from us due to the presence of these sheets and if we have to realize the atman we have to transcend these five sheets then the first one is the food sheet annamayah kaha what is the food sheet annarasenaiva bhutva annarasenaiva vridhim prapya anna roopa prithivyam yad viliyate tad annamayah koshah sthula shariram the food sheet is born from the annarasa the essence of the food that we eat and annarasenaiva vridhim prapya which means it gets nourishment from the food and thereby it grows from this essence of the food that we eat and annarupa prithivyam yad viliyate and it then merges back into the earth which is of the nature of food and it is sthula shariram 
and also it is nothing but the gross body so this is the explanation given for food sheath maya actually means which is full of which means the annamaya kosha the food sheath is that which is full of food and maya also means a modification so it is the result of the modification of the food and that's why it is called annamaya the food that is eaten by us and the essence of this food becomes the sperm and the ovum and when they unite they form a zygote which becomes the life and that is why it is known as this gross body of annamaya is born from the essence of the food also when we keep on eating food that food nourishes this annamaya and it grows up and develops in strength and when this gross body dies when we die it is this body that dies and this annamaya goes back into the earth from which it has come as we have seen the gross body is made up of the five great elements and it merges back into the earth and which is of the nature of food which means this soil the earth that becomes a source of food for several other beings like the plant life the detailed description of the panchakosha viveka the analysis into the five sheets is given in taittiriya upanishad which says adyate atyacha bhutani tasmat annam tad uchyate iti well what does this mean it means food is that which is eaten by beings and which also eats beings which means we eat the food and food in turn eats us also see why it is said like this is we all eat food we know this and food in turn eats us which means when we overeat what happens our body becomes prone to diseases and these diseases in turn eat us that is why it is said food if it is not taken properly that can eat us and also the body gets eaten by many viruses and bacteria when it is alive and even when this body dies and goes back to the earth it gets eaten by worms and other beings this very earth to which the body merges into becomes the source of food for several beings so it is very important for us to keep this annamaya kosha in a healthy condition because it is subject to diseases and decay and when it is not kept in a proper condition it can become a matter of concern for us once an italian actress was asked by an interviewer what is the secret of your beauty then she said oh the secret of my beauty it is pasta so whether she had studied vedanta or not we don't know but she gave the clear answer the correct answer that the body you think that is beautiful is made up of food and this is what vedanta in fact says so when we identify ourselves with this annamaya kosha the gross body it is then we say i am tall dark handsome i am pretty i am beautiful i am fair and that's why tons and tons of fair and lovely powders and creams to take care of this annamaya which is just a modification of food 
and which is apart, which is distinct from what we truly are, that is Atman. And now the vital air sheath. Pranamayah kaha Pranadhyaha panchavayavaha Vagadi indriya panchakam Pranamayah koshaha The Pranamaya kosha, the vital air sheath, is made up of Pranadhyaha panchavayavaha the five vital airs starting from prana and vagadi indriya panchakam which means the five senses of action the karmendriyas starting from speech and so on so the pranamaya consists of the pancha pranas and the pancha karmendriyas see one thing we must understand is each successive sheath is subtler than the previous one, which means the pranamaya is subtler than annamaya kosha. And also because it is subtler, it becomes more pervasive as we you know, move from one sheath to the other. Also, each succeeding sheath empowers, illumines the previous one, which means the pranamaya illumines the annamaya. And the five pranas that make up the pranamaya kosha are prana which governs the breathing function in the body, inhalation and exhalation. Then apana, the function of it is evacuation of the waste material from the body and also removal of toxins from the body. And vyana. Vyana is concerned with circulation of blood and thereby it is responsible for nourishment of every cell in the body. And Udana, the fourth vital air, is concerned with all reactions and reverse processes in the body like vomiting, burping, shedding tears, sneezing, coughing and so on. And it is said it is also responsible for the mind rejecting one thought and taking up another thought. That is why it is said this prana is the link between the gross body and the mind. When we learn to control this prana, we can control the mind also. And that is why the Patanjali Yoga Sutra gives so much importance to pranayama. It is one of the steps of Ashtanga Yoga. And in pranayama, when we regulate the breath, and as Bhagwan also says, when you keep your focus on the incoming inhalation and the outgoing exhalation, then what happens is the mind learns to settle down. The number of thoughts in the mind decreases and it becomes calm and serene and thereby we control the mind through pranayama. And this is also the importance of pranamaya kosha for us. And the fifth air, Samana, is concerned with digestion, assimilation and the absorption of the food that we eat. As we can clearly see, it is the Pranamaya Kosha that empowers the gross body. It is the engine that carries out all the physiological functions in the body. Therefore, our health depends upon the Pranamaya Kosha. When this prana becomes weak, the body starts malfunctioning and the body becomes ill, imbalanced, weak, dull and also diseased. 
and hence there is so much emphasis especially in ayurveda on the maintenance of pranamaya kosha and the prana actually gets depleted when we overdo anything like say excessive sleep excessive eating and even oversleeping they all deplete the prana and they all make us feel dull so this brahmacharya is very important to conserve the pranamaya as well as strengthen our pranamaya kosha brahmacharya not necessarily means it is celibacy it means in fact celibacy that is for a sanyasi a renunciate but for a grihastha a householder brahmacharya means moderation in all the activities that we do as the bhagavad gita also says yukta ahara viharasya yukta cheshtasya karmasu there should be moderation in what we eat and the rest and relaxation that we take and all the works that we do so this brahmacharya maintenance of brahmacharya helps us to strengthen our prana and identifying with the prana it is then we say i am hungry i am thirsty i am feeling very dull today and this is all identification with pranamaya kosha and as we can clearly make out all these are there in the pranamaya kosha but not in us there is hunger there is thirst but we don't the atman doesn't identify with it and the pranamaya kosha also consists of the five karmendriyas now the third sheath is the mental sheath मनोमयः कोशः कः व्हाट इज द मेंटल शीट मनश्च ज्ञानेन्द्रिय पंचकम मिलित्वा यो भवति सह मनोमयः कोशः द मेंटल शीट इज फॉर्मड बाय द कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ मनः द माइंड एंड ज्ञानेन्द्रिय पंचकम द फाइव ज्ञानेन्द्रियस और द फाइव सेंसेस ऑफ नॉलेज and since the mind and the organs of perception they go together and they form the manomaya kosha it is very important for us to control them both in fact we studied this in sadhana chatushtaya shamaha and damaha shama means mind control dama means sense control if we have some amount of dama it becomes easier for us to get shama and vice versa they are interrelated because both are the parts of the same kosha which is the mental sheath and it is more pervasive and subtler than the previous two sheaths see the senses by themselves they cannot give us any information all the inputs from the world is received by the mind through the senses the faculty of hearing the faculty of seeing and so on but they are all collected by the mind and they are coordinated by the mind and interpreted by the mind that is why the senses and the mind they function together and that's why we say what the mind doesn't know the eyes cannot see the mind as we all know is the seat of emotions and it is the seat of feelings perceptions memory and also thoughts what kind of thoughts indecisive thoughts 
because the nature of the mind itself is samshayatmakam manaha the mind is the doubting entity it keeps on dilly-dallying and oscillating and it cannot take any decision whether to do this or whether to do that these kinds of thoughts are there in the mind whether i should sit at home and study for tomorrow's exam or should i go to a movie which is recently released a good movie and this kind of indecisiveness is there in the thoughts that are entertained at the level of the mind and this is about the manomaya kosha and when we identify ourselves with this mental sheath it is when we say i am happy or i am sad i am not in a mood today and all these emotions come from identification with the manomaya kosha now we move on to the fourth sheath which is the intellectual sheath vignanamaya kaha बुद्धि ज्ञानेन्द्रिय पंचकम मिलित्वा यो भवति सह विज्ञानमय कोशः द कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ द बुद्धि द इंटेलेक्ट व्हिच इज अगेन अ पार्ट ऑफ द अंतःकरण दिस बुद्धि व्हेन अलोंग विथ द फाइव ज्ञानेन्द्रियस अगेन द फाइव सेंसेस ऑफ नॉलेज और परसेप्शन दैट फॉर्म्स द विज्ञानमय कोशः और द शीत ऑफ intellect see this vignanamaya kosha is the most unique feature of human beings in the most rudimentary form of life which is mineral there is only annamaya kosha the matter then as we move on to plant life annamaya is there pranamaya is certainly there because the plants breathe and a rudimentary manomaya is also there and when it comes to animal life which is the next stage annamaya pranamaya and the manomaya which is a better developed version is there that is why these animals have impulses and instinct but when it comes to human beings along with all these three koshas the special thing that is there is the vignanamaya kosha see the word vignana itself is vishesha gnana which means special knowledge so this vignanamaya kosha consisting of the buddhi is special to human beings and because of this we are able to discern between what is right what is wrong what is good and what is bad what is shreya what is preya and what is atma and what is not atma or anatma that's why swami would often say you are born as a snake you die as a snake you're born as a dog you die as a dog and swami says very beautifully if you are born as a human being you can die as god so this is the importance of vignanamaya kosha especially for a sadhaka we shall continue the discussion of vignanamaya kosha in the coming session and this is it for today i shall conclude with the shanti mantra om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari om tat sat shri sai ishwararpanamastu i am thankful to bhagwan and i also thank team radio sai and every one of you jai sai ram